is the Todd and Friends Podcast. I don't like to waffle on predictions. That doesn't mean I always hope I'm right. Oh, what's he going to do? <laughs> oh, come on. I'm with you. So, thank uh, you. Yeah, I'm with you. Todd, I knew we'd agree <laughs> on something here. From the KWLM Sports Studio. With thanks to Heritage Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Here's Todd Bergat. Hey, thanks for joining us for the podcast once again today. Sean Bolson sitting in with us uh, in the studio today. We're a, a day before the big pro-am uh, coming up tomorrow. And uh, Sean is kind of battling a little bit of an injury. We're certainly hoping you can, uh, you know, uh, answer the bell for us tomorrow. You're going to kind of try and find out today a little bit. I am. I haven't played in a couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, really have a, you know, I had surgery about, I don't know, eight, ten years ago on my wrist. And yeah. I had torn a tendon at that, or a tendon sheath. And, and uh, but now it appears that uh, the pin that was holding it, I can feel it. And uh, that tendon rubs and then my wrist swells up. And yeah, that's no fun. I can't swing. So, um, yeah, I haven't played in two weeks. That's in dead of summer. That's a while for me. So oh, Right. Yeah. yeah. Normally you're, you're, what, three days a week uh, playing yeah, or something try like to, that? Try yeah. to get out as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. So uh, hopefully we're, you know, we're pulling for you. Go out yep. and find out uh, today. I didn't realize you had had surgery on that yeah. uh, back in the day. And you hurt that playing golf, too. I did. I was I was at Raymond at a scramble, and I... I you know, you take it a divot, and all of a sudden, I felt something, and I went in, and it was uh, it was pretty obvious at the time something was wrong. So yeah, you you do the surgery, it's all good, and but then all of a sudden something happens, and something lets loose, and now when it happens again, it just that's not an option. I I can't go out and just play, and yeah, uh, because you know. You, it, it swells up. It doesn't yeah. feel good. It hurts. And you, yeah, you know, golf's hard enough to think about hitting a little white ball. You can't be thinking worried about to swing. Yeah, because your wrist hurts. You know, yeah. hands and wrists in particular. Yep. Uh, and the golf swing and just those little tweaks because it only takes you know to affect your swing a little bit for you to be way off. You know, a, a millimeter at right. contact of the ball is you know fifteen twenty yards downrange. Correct. And putting driving not as bad it's it's when yep. you take a divot which is like two-thirds of your shots yeah yep. you know and so yeah we'll see i mean we're going to give it a roll tomorrow ethan played out there this weekend and he said the greens were um as fast as he's ever seen them at little crow uh yeah mm-hmm. um but he said the course was in really good shape so i played there i don't know three weeks ago and yeah it'll yeah. be good I played Sunday. How'd it uh, go? Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm kind of struggling right now. My game is just not in great shape. I don't have any one part of my game I feel good about right now. Mm-hmm. The driver is is decent. It usually is for me. But yeah, the short game, you know, it happens. You get you get a little older. So I started kind of struggling with my chipping and being able to make those small little fine movements. Uh, the big movements are fine, you know, swinging a four iron, a hybrid, a driver, whatever, mm-hmm. no issue. It's those little, fine, those small movements uh, that when you get a little older, there can be a physiology uh, reason. My hands just don't work quite as smoothly. So I got to figure out some way to make sure that I keep my hands in a locked position and that they stay ahead of the ball on my chipping all the way through. But, man, I'm having a hard time yeah. with a little flip. And you know, if you miss a chip badly, it costs you. Yeah. I mean, they call it a scoring iron for a reason, and it can make your score go higher, that's for sure. Yeah, you know, if you're catching them a little fat, you're catching them a little thin, yeah. you're in trouble, yeah. especially when you're trying to get up and down on those greens. Yeah. It'll be interesting tomorrow because, you know, the blacks from there are – uh, incredibly hard. Yes. I would have guessed that's where we're playing from, but then I thought we couldn't. It's the pros are black, us amateurs are the blue teams. Okay. So because, we will get a little yardage. B- because uh, some of the blacks, some people would struggle even carrying to get to the fairways. That's right. Especially on like some of the new par five. The new I think I think the carries 230 to the yeah. one. So yeah. if we're playing the blues, that'll be nice. 
Yeah, we are. Uh, pros will play the black. So uh, I played with Snow and Pat from Eagle yeah. and my buddy Brian and, and I. So we played the amateur tees and they played the, the pro tees. Yeah, the course is in good shape. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, should be a lot of fun. We're going to have Suhan come up and visit with us. Uh, yep. again a little bit and you know it's it's been fun i'm glad it's the third annual i think guys are enjoying coming and playing the event i do too uh what kind of pro turnout do we get good yeah we've got 25 okay they they uh greg wanted 24 to help pace of play but they had one more team that came in that they wanted to get a chance so 25 teams so yeah, and how many teams did we have last year uh, twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. No, no, no. We were we were too short. I, I think, think we were short. Year. Yeah, okay, a little short last. Good. Year, so. so to have a pro am like this come to yeah. this area, I mean that, that that's pretty good. I hope uh, the pros they should enjoy Little Crow. Yeah. And yeah. to have a Little Crow and Eagle Creek so close and two great options, I mean, it's really fun. Yeah, we talked about that some last week, yep. how, how fortunate we are in this area. I was just visiting with some buddies of mine from the cities, my 40th class reunion this year. I'm a little ahead of you. Yeah. Uh, so looking for that. We're going to play. We're gonna have a golf outing in Bloomington at this little course called Dewan. I would doubt that you've ever played it. I have it. not. It's not at the top of a lot of people's lists of courses to play. It's kind of fun. It's the course I played some as a kid, mm-hmm. uh, you know, while well, a teenager, not a little kid, but um, it's a par 68. Ah. Uh, that doesn't really suit me. <laughs> well, I want, I want shots added to par, not take it off. Right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, and they were saying, too, it's, it's difficult uh, to get on to some of the nicer Twin Cities courses without playing quite a lengthy round. It, it's just hard to yeah. get on to begin with. It is. Yeah. It is. Like we've talked, we're fortunate. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to deal with that problem. No doubt. Uh, so, you know, the Ryder Cup team selection is coming up here pretty yep. soon. That's going to be really interesting to watch and see how they handle it. Uh, we'll find out for sure um, how just how friendly Liv and the PGA Tour are. Yep. We keep hearing the word merger. Uh, we haven't really seen any evidence of it yet. They can't keep Brooks Kepka off, I nope. don't think, because he's earned the points. But like Dennis Johnson and some uh, Dustin Johnson, why would you keep him off? Yeah. But he doesn't have the Ryder Cup points to make the team. He, he doesn't. I was looking at that on Twitter, and I think DJ's a must. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Patrick Reed's as good of a uh, Ryder Cup player as as we've seen in the past. But I mean, he was good. Yeah. Um. You know, obviously Brooks, one hundred percent. Brooks is on for sure. Yeah. I would think Dustin is as well. I would think so too, because yeah. you even look. There's some pretty big namers. Yep. That we're used to seeing that are still in the PGA Tour that are struggling. Yeah. And have been. Yep. Um, you know, so when you get to the uh, the the at large, because how many do they lock six in? Six is all. It used to be eight of Correct. twelve. Now it's just six. So then you have all these at larges, and and it depends. Does the person picking so so who? Is in charge of the picks. Uh, the uh, the other Johnson who won a couple of majors. In Zach. His, Zach Johnson. No, but I know he's the he's get, the captain. He's the captain. But do you think he really has the the ability, or do you think it comes from like the you know United I, States PGA I, stuff? I'm pretty sure it's the captain. So if the captain does yep. have it, does he have the inward? Uh, you know, disdain right. for Dustin Johnson going, you know what, you left us, you're not in. That's possible. You know, it, it depends. But yeah. it seems like even when you were watching Brooksy walk down winning that major, talking to the other guys, it seemed like these guys were still butts. Friendly with him. They definitely. were friendly with him. and, and Friendly with DJ. Friendly with DJ. Yeah. Now, nobody was ever friendly with Patrick Reed right. just because that's who he is. Right. But um, And DeChambeau's kind of that way, yeah. too. Yep. He's, he's an odd duck. Yes. Uh, so you remember when the U.S. dominated the Ryder Cup two yep. years ago? 
Patrick Reed was left off of that team okay. because he didn't have the points, and they elevated somebody, uh, Scotty Scheffler, over him for team chemistry-wise because they knew that Scheffler was friendly with Bryson DeChambeau, and DeChambeau had the points to get in. And they knew that Scheffler could play with him, and they left Patrick Reed off, yeah. and he had kind of a problem with it. And some believe that's a little part of the reason why he left the, the PGA Tour yeah. to go to live. But I believe a couple Ryder Cups ago, Patrick Reed, he actually, his performance was good, wasn't it? Hazeltine, he dominated. He dominated, and yeah. so you have to be quite a puke of a person to have a stellar Ryder Cup record and get left off because people don't like you. Yeah, but that happened to him two years ago. No, so, I know it. You know, so yeah, but you I do have to be kind of a puke. That's I right. don't I don't think DJ has uh, enough of a personality to upset anybody. He's right. just kind of ho-humming it around and just doing his thing. Yeah, and that's how our perception is, but I've read articles that say he's one of the best-liked guys that plays pro golf Yeah, is Dustin Johnson. He's so easy to get along with, so i got to believe he'll be on there. Besides the fact he was just 5-0 and in the last Ryder right. Cup that they played um, before the whole live thing. Excite- uh, he has an up. exciting golf game. Yeah. Him, Kepka, they have exciting golf games that we all want to see. Yeah. So I really hope he's on there. I think it'll be those two on, but nobody else. Mm-hmm. I-, I think they'll keep everybody else off. Until they start figuring out how to award World Golf Ranking points to live tour, which was part of the agreement that they would start getting World Golf Ranking points. But until they, st- until they start doing that, it's going to be tough for those yeah. guys to get onto the the Ryder Cup or these other teams. I don't know about Ryder Cup points because that is separate uh, from World Golf ranking points. So I'm not sure if they're going to mm-hmm. start awarding them Ryder Cup too. I would think they that they would if they're going to go with World Golf ranking points. I, I just want to see them, you know, start to have more tournaments for all the best players in the same field, not just the majors. Although it has pumped up the ratings for the majors, yeah. So they may not do that. That's what we asked for. We yep. asked for that, and we asked for the guys like on the PGA Tour this last weekend. Ricky winning the Rocket yep. uh, was yep. a big deal because to watch. Ricky is a guy that everybody was cheering for. Yep. And so, you know, it, it is exciting to see, and it's fun because we have some pretty cool personalities yeah. on the tour that we just want to see. And when you mix them all together, like we talked, that's what you want to see. People were worried uh, that the PGA Tour would not um, – have the same draw once Tiger and Phil were beyond their relevance. Yep. They are now and have been really for a few years. Correct. Uh, and and the TV ratings for the PGA Tour came down some. But then once Live happened and the majors came along, they had record ratings for the Masters. Well, record rate. Going back to Tiger Woods' heyday uh, yeah. at the Masters when Kepka was in contention and they have in the other majors. Sometimes a good story, every good story needs a villain. Yeah. And the Live Tour players are acting as that. And I think in the end, we'll look at this and go, you know, it actually was kind of a good thing uh, for, for, the, for professional right. golf to have Live come along. Yeah, and you look at the uh, guys on the PGA Tour are, have these elevated purses now only because of Liv. That's right. Obviously, the PGA Tour can say, well, we couldn't do this or couldn't do that, or they chose not to. Yeah. So, yeah, it's going to benefit everybody, and we're going to get our wish seeing everybody back together again at yep, some point. Yep, uh, So the Wild have made some free agent signings and trades and so forth. They're adjusting their roster. They're kind of minor tweaks and so forth. Uh, but uh, I can't remember the Patrick guy. Maroon. Yeah, tell us about him a little bit. Well, I mean, he won three cups in a row, I believe. He won one with St. Louis and then two in a row with Tampa. Yeah. Um, Is he, that why they brought him in? Well, uh, Where, you know, I, rings, championship I, I think experience? He's, he's a great locker room guy, but he also, you know, he's won. He's been there. He's done that. He's like a, you know, I wouldn't say a Reeves because Reeves you look at as just a fighter, but Maroon is like a big, tough guy that's been there. 
but he brings some offensive talent. Like he's played with high end offensive guys. He's defensively good. So he's just um I mean, he's not somebody that's gonna win you a championship alone. You know, we're still needing a number one center. We're still handcuffed last year. Yeah. I believe with the Suter and the pre and the Parisi stuff. But um yeah, he'll be a nice fit. I think, you know, you have uh a ton of teams that'll want of him. He had a no trade clause too. Uh, and, there, okay. and there was like six teams that were interested. Um, and, you know, he's excited to be at the Wild. Led the NHL in penalty minutes last year. Mm-hmm. So they're bringing him in for a reason. He's Kaprizov's personal protector kind of, isn't he? Yeah, I don't know that you have as much of a personal protector as you used to with, like, what, Marty McSorley running with around. Gretzky, with yeah. Gretzky, yeah. You know, you know, <laughs> not, not, don't even as, look at Gretzky wrong. I'm going to punish you. Yep, not as much like that, but having him on the team who can be an asset to your team and just in case be that guy, yeah, I think that's a role he fills. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, there's still a use for that in, yep. in the NHL. There's not the fighting there once was, they, mm. but there is still some, and uh, most NHL people would tell you it's kind of needed to police things up. It's the fastest sport uh, in the world unless you're driving a car or a vehicle of some kind, yep. and it's hard for officials to keep up with everything that's going on and nhl players can be a little petty once yeah. in a while they will hold grudges they don't like to have their wrist uh, and they remember when a guy came across their wrist with his stick right eight games ago mm-hmm. and they're just waiting for the right chance uh to get a little payback and you have to have guys out there who kind of limit that a little bit maroon is one of those yep like you said i mean it- when the game polices itself on the ice, it's a better game. It's a better game. Yeah, no doubt about it. So, uh, do you like then uh, the move with Maroon? Uh, yeah, or the Wild making. What What about Gustafson? Are they going to bring him back? Well, you, you, you'd think they'd have to. You I have mean, to, yeah. to, to me, he's our future. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Maroon. You, I don't mind it at all to bring yeah. somebody in that has three cups, uh, or uh, he might have more. He won three in a row. Yeah. But uh, to bring somebody in like that, it, it doesn't hurt your team. Yeah. Like I said, we need a number one center. Big time, yeah. But it, he doesn't fill that role. But it's it's a solid move. Yeah. Uh, let's talk Timberwolves a little bit. Yeah. Anthony Edwards gets the big extension. The Unbelievable ma- money. Max six fifty million a year. Fifty two million a year, isn't it? <laughs> Five <laughs> year two sixty. It's amazing it's how insane. much it is. Yeah. Uh, it, it's what the market will bear, right? So there's a lot of NBA fans ponying up to pay these guys oh. all this money. So I, when they sign that deal, to me, it signaled that they're saying. Edwards is the man on this team. Yeah, does that make Carl uh, Anthony Towns' time oh. with the Timberwolves a little shorter? Done. You, in my opinion, done. So I get uh, Ethan this weekend. Loves the NBA, and it's scrolling across the bottom of the screen, and I'm reading names that I've never heard of that are signing a two-year, eighteen Massive. million dollar contract. Yeah. Now it's funny because if you look at some, there are players in the NBA that don't start that make more than the highest-paid NHL guy. Isn't that something? Bar none. Yep. It's insane. Yep. But so then he and I were talking, and he said, you know, I can see this being an end on Towns, and he claims we're in the Damian Lillard sweepstakes. Now, I did watch some NBA TV after that, and it listed like three or four teams he's talking to, and the Timberwolves were in that breath. Mm. Now, to me, you've made Ant your guy, yeah. right? We've yeah. given him the 52 mil. Yeah. Uh, I don't know... How that works because Lillard seems to need a lot of shots too. Yeah, um, I think, but I think it's time Towns goes and we, you know, are able to figure out bringing somebody in with different characteristics that fits more because 
Cat just doesn't fit on the Timberwolves. Which is strange because the team was centered around him I know. for so long. And they made him a non-fit by trading for Rudy Gobert. Yeah. Uh, they should have stuck with what they had, I believe, for another season. But I think what happened was Connolly came in. He was paid a ton of money to yep. come in, and he wanted to put his imprint on the team. And I think that A-Rod and Lore went to him and said, make a splash. We want our team to be talked about. We want this. We want people to talk about the Timberwolves in the offseason. Yeah. Go and get whoever you can get. Spend whatever you have to in draft capital to bring a guy in that people will talk about the Timberwolves some. The only guy that he figured out that they could acquire was Rudy Gobert. And uh, now that we've seen Gobert for an entire year, he's not as good a player as I thought he was. He's certainly not as good as the Timberwolves sold him. He's definitely not as good as eight draft picks and five players. So they're not going to get rid of him because they won't get value and they'd have to eat a lot of crow. If they trade Towns, they're not going to get for him what they got for Gobert. So I think that's a tough uh, sell as well in the front office. I keep reading that as well. I'd just be hard-pressed. Damian Lillard wants to win. Do you uh, put that with the Timberwolves? I don't. I They've know. never won. They've never won. Uh, I don't see him coming here. I just don't. I just yeah. don't see it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'd be good. It, it'd be a good addition. But uh, obviously, I'd love to yeah. have him. I don't think he'll agree to come to the Timberwolves. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I, I think what we're going to wind up with at the start of the year is, is what we have right now. I don't think Towns is going anywhere. They're not going to uh, blow it up after they didn't really get a full season run with the Gobert-Towns-Edwards uh, situation. So while it's fun to talk about, I, I don't think the Timberwolves are on Dame Lillard's list. Well, we'll see. The Wolves I, would love to have him. Right. And, and, and Edwards has shown you know some... He's coming. He is. Every yeah. every year he's getting better. Yep. Uh, could be a bona fide superstar in the league before yeah. long. He's almost 25 points per game, uh, four assists, he's five not rebounds. Qu- he's not quite, not quite in the upper echelon yet. You have to win me. some, too. Correct. Yeah. You have to be able to carry your team. But. That's right. And and you can't just talk about it like Carl Anthony Towns. I'm more and more with you. So you, you've had a disdain for Towns for a while. Yeah. And I haven't always been like that. I, right. I'm, I'm willing to give young guys some room to say dumb things. It's getting to be old. Super uh, old. What's that now? Him saying, you know, things like, uh, when I retire, they'll say I changed the game. Win a playoff series first before you start making statements about how you're going to be talked about uh, in your or legacy. try to go 20 minutes on the court without whining at the ref. I oh, mean, no, that, that won't happen. No, but I'm saying you <laughs> want to change the game. Yeah. Change the game and be somebody everybody can be proud to look up to. Do you want your kid acting like he acts on the court? The no. answer is no. And no. anybody that says yes is wrong because... We, nobody wants to see that. No, they don't. No. Hopefully it gets better. I, I thought it started to get better a little bit last year. I didn't think he was quite as demonstrative uh, last year as he had been in the past. But, you know, others certainly would, would see it differently. Again, I'm kind of forgiving. Yeah, well, <laughs> there you go. Sean, hey, we'll look forward to seeing you on Thursday. Play a little golf. Sounds good. Thanks, Todd. All right, Sean Bolson joining us here on the Todd and Friends podcast. It's brought to you by Heritage Bank. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Watch for future episodes of the Todd and Friends podcast at kwlm.com or on the air here at KWLM, 1340 AM and 96.3 FM.